Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Riders Rabble um, reaction um, from, well, not from Pataudry, but from the game. Hey, Aberdeen 2, Rangers 3, a late, late Arfield double. Rescues Rangers. Um, we'll pick the bones of it. Um, I think that's probably the most I've celebrated at a Rangers going a long, long, long time. And uh, who knew that Aberdeen could actually try? Um, that was a shock, surprise to me. But I'm joined by... The three guys who I was joined with on the build-up, Ken, Mark, and Graham. Hello, welcome to you guys. Welcome everybody watching. Um, I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of happy bears out there, but at the same time, a wee bit of trepidation, a wee bit of annoyance about vast parts of that performance. But like I say, we'll get to that. Um, Ken, your immediate reaction to what was a stressful game? It was, Martin. I, and I was raging till about three minutes for the end there. I was going to come out of this pod and moaning groans as I usually do, but now I'm actually quite happy just because I even had to take my jumper off, look, because I'm sweating, jumping about this living room. <laughs> no, I mean, I all, there's a lot of things we could talk about, but I have to say, they kept going to the end, and that's how we won it, because we, we, the team kept going, yeah, we, there's, a, there's a lot of faults here, but we kept we kept going to the end, and we Scott Arfield done wrong when he came on. He get two, but he could have got four, being honest with you. He probably should have as well. Um look, Mark, we will we like I say, we'll discuss the, the game in its entirety. Um, but just on something uh, Scott's touched on there, because I know that you were unhappy. I was unhappy, and I know Graham was certainly unhappy. Um that unhappy always hair fell out. Um <laughs> But I suppose just showing that willingness and showing that hunger and that fight that we haven't really seen because that looked hopeless. That looked hopeless at 2-1. Um, so to have that character to come back and score the two late goals is it's got to be pleasing at least. It's, 
Well, it's um, <coughs> I suppose for me it's um, different circus, same clowns. No good enough, no good enough at all. I think that a lot of players let uh, build down massively tonight. Um, all right, we got the result, and the result saw that matters, and all the stick, all the all these sayings about um, nobody remembers, nobody remembers the games, just the results at the end of the season and all that stuff. But that was poor. That was that was almost as bad as going back to Gio. And as I said, you've changed managers. It's it's not the manager's fault. It's the players, as far as I'm concerned. And that was same a lot of samey same stuff that we've seen. Um, very very sloppy. Didn't look sharp at all. So, lack of movement as well, a lot, a lot of parts and stuff. So for me, not good enough at all. Um, all right, we we won, but you know what? I don't think we deserve to win. Simple as that. It doesn't matter if you deserve no. to win. You don't deserve to win as long as you win. As I know you're, I know you're annoyed. I know you're, I know you're angry, Mark. Um, Graham, it's probably the angriest I've seen you um, after a game. I'm glad we got the winner because I was going to get clipped up with some of the stuff I was going. To, I was raging. Literally, mm. two things I was raging at: the poor performance, and that's why Scottish football's in the drain. A team could put a performance in like that against us, but in the weekend didn't didn't even care. And the fans, I know, I was that was boiling my blood. But uh, as Mark says, we didn't deserve the win. I don't think, but I'm celebrating mm. that. What you say, that's a Apart from Aribo's goal, I'd maybe say the cup final. It's the wildest of went celebrating a goal. Uh, but uh, I just same players again. Tavernier, Lundstrom, even when he came on, was a joke. Uh, Sands, uh, we could, we'll also we'll go through it all. But uh, I was I was raging. I'm happy we've got the result, but uh, that performance wasn't good enough, especially the second half. Yeah, there's a lot of people, you know, going along the same route. They're just relieved. They're just happy that we got the win. Um, care and we started so well, we did, Martin. We, we started well, we created some chances, we scored, we could have scored again quite quickly after it with Morelos, but the keeper saved it. Uh, and it was, Listen, after, it was, after, it was after that we kind of went back into a shell and let Aberdeen come out. And I don't know what the reason was, for, I don't know what the, we started getting a game of. Just stop and start, stop and start. And we, we, we don't like that. We can't do that. And then Jack get involved in things and he get booked. And then Gollum started saying, no, I want a bit of this. So he started getting involved. The ref, which he's a total disgrace by. I don't know how he's at standing the referee. He's shocking. But <clears> for some reason, he gets the games. But I mean, you, I mean, I know everybody's not happy, right? We won. And that's the main thing for me because Michael Beale's coming to this. He knows these players. Are these players only going to turn up? Overnight, we're a new manager because it's the same okay, guy that's been yeah, stuck yeah. the last few managers under a bus, Martin. So, so basically, what you're what you're saying is, tell, listen, tell me if I'm absolutely wrong. If that was a year and a half into Mick Beale's tenure as manager, then you'd be worried. But the fact that he's just in the door and he's trying to sort the, the mess out that's at Ibrooks now, the fact yeah. that we, just, we got the three points is enough. But like I said at the start, we take every game as it comes. A win's a win. We take it, but in this, you give him until the summer. But if they're still doing that next season, then we start to complain. Mm. But he's not getting any of his own players in. I some of his players he's worked with before. And you can see the guys have improved. Like Kent starting to show a performance. I thought Kamara played well. I thought Conor Golson played. I know a lot of people say, but I thought he'd done well. I thought he kept going to the end in his first game back in the middle. The fact he managed 90 minutes, Kerr. 
97, Martin. 97. Uh, <laughs> and see if it wasn't for their see if it wasn't for their time wasting and 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 what they were doing, we wouldn't have won that. No, but we all know we need a, we need a big rebuild in the summer. And like we said the other night, it's up to the board to give him the tools, money, or the players to do mm. that because some of these guys have been here too long, and some of them will. You might trust them, but we don't, and I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll, he'll trust many because these are the same guys who put in a performance. You can think right, they can cause me my job. And Tavernier, I've always stuck up for Tav, but I agree with yeah, him. Tavernier is one of these guys you're starting to look at to say we need to improve in that position. The captain was very, very poor. Um, we will, we will most certainly um, come on to him. Um, but Mark, like I say. We started really well. I, th- I thought the patterns of play were really good. We we, we looked up for it. We looked confident. And uh, for the first 20, 25 minutes, I thought Ryan Kent was sensational. I thought the whole game. I thought Kent was really good. I thought Kent was looked like, uh, like kind of his old self. Um, the the role that he's been given by Bill suits him to a tee. Absolutely suits him to a tee. Let's him yeah. do pretty much what he wants. Drops deep. Runs at players, commits players. Mm. He's brilliant at it. He's good at what he does. When you let him do that, he, he, he looks he looks apart. He looked as if he was hungry. I thought even Kamara looked hungry as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tonight, I thought he was he was desperate for the ball all the time, and he was demanding a ball and looked to make things happen. We're passing, but we're passing professional footballers. <laughs> professional footballers that kind of pass the ball five yards, ten yards is just. It just blows my mind. It really does. Um, I'm trying to be positive, but I'm trying to call a spade a spade. Just no good enough. Simple as that. As I said, it's it's um, two men and I'm hiding. Morelos again never touched the ball in the second half. I don't think. I thought he was shocking the whole game. To be fair, terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, Tillman, I thought. Do you know what? Tillman redeemed himself slightly at the last eight minutes, ten minutes. But for me. It shouldn't have been on the park. I, I don't understand why Lowry wasn't brought on. I, I, th- I, thought, I think that's harsh on Tillman, Mark. I don't know. I, I never brought. It never brought anything to the game. A couple of nice wee touches here and there, but it needs to bring a lot more than just a couple of nice wee touches. It's, it's a ninety-minute game. He's got to get more involved. He should be getting involved the exact same way as Kent was involved. That's what. You, that's what he's there for. That's that's the kind of player he is. Obviously, don't get me wrong. He's created. And he's helped us win the game. That's fair enough. But ten minutes out of ninety-seven is no good enough, as far as I'm concerned. Or even fifteen minutes out of ninety-seven is no good enough. So understand he's a young player, and understand that you're going to get inconsistencies with young players. He's going to have a good game. He's going to have a bad game. He's going to have a good game. He's going to have a bad game. But for me, all right, he's having a bad game. But bring somebody else on. Don't be just just go up. We're sticking with Tillman. We're sticking with Tillman. We're sticking with Tillman. You've got Lowry. That's a great young player, great young talent, Mercurial, can make things happen. Why you would even get him 15 minutes and end of a game? I, I can't I can't understand it. So for me, as I said, two minutes, I thought Tav looked as if he was I think the, the saying was said earlier before we come on, looked as if he's torn a caravan and a double decker bus. And Morelos. <laughs> Listen, we'll, we'll come on. We'll, we will come on to Tav. Um, personally, I thought most positive things for us tonight came through Tillman. Um, but I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. We have the first goal itself. Um, Ryan Jack involved. Morelos actually involved as well. I know I said he was he done nothing, but of course he did create the assist for fashion. Um, 
one of the worst first efforts you could ever have at goal. But that that goal for me just sums up fashion. The, the first attempt's horrendous, but he's quick enough to get onto the rebound for the second. <laughs> Same opinion, mate. It's, it's the same. The first 20, 25 minutes, we were mm. good. We've seen Kent getting on the ball a lot and nice wee kind of plays like it came for the goal. And then we just kind of sat back. But it's a typical Sakala finish. And I didn't celebrate it straight away because I thought maybe it was a foul. Uh, when he, so I never did celebrate that straight away, to be honest. But uh, I, in flashes, we looked good. And I was thinking the same two words that came out against the Hibs game. I was saying, encouraged and optimistic for the first 25 minutes but then we just took our foot off the gas and started getting sloppy and fitness looked even in the first half I thought some players looked like when the transitions when we lost the ball they were running past us <clears> and some of us looked quite slow which was really worrying and I but just glad we get the win mate I'm, I'm sadly in, calm down in, a bit. in terms of fitness there's nothing Michael Beale can do I know I know I know until the end of the season you can you can try and work on it through the season, but that's not going to be that's nowhere near an overnight fix. The fitness, so we're never we're never going to be up to the standard that Mick Beale, the manager, wants us to be this season anyway. That's for sure. Right, we'll discuss it because Katie's loyal super chat. And by the way, thank you to the other two guys as well who put in super chats. It's greatly appreciated. Um, is Tav wearing clogs rather than boots? Hashtag shite. Um, care Tav was particularly bad, awful. Awful tonight. Yeah. Didn't really offer anything and looked miles off the pace. Thought both full backs were poor, Martin, but I give Devine a uh, kind of go mm. a jail free card here because he's only a young guy and he's just he's just coming to the first team. But I thought both full backs didn't offer much defensively or going forward. I mean, but Tav's the captain. <clears throat> uh, to me, the captain doesn't matter. No. I mean, I've been no. in football long enough to know. Captain's just an armband on somebody. Everybody should be a captain in the park, and that's what Connor Golson gives you. But I can see he's got a lot of stick in the chat as well. But no, Tav's not really. I mean, even when Tav played bad in the past, he always done stuff, didn't he? He would create, he would get involved, he would button down the line. But he's not doing that anymore. He's hiding at times and defensively, people can buy him con. They just have to hit the ball and run, and he's not even catching them like he used to do. So I don't know. Does he have an injury? He said he's not got or. As he hit his peak and he's starting to go down that other side of the hill. If that's the case, then we need to start looking for fullbacks. I'm sorry, but, no, but we, 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 we can't change everybody, we but we need to start looking for fullbacks. But I will say, for everything, for how bad we played poor, if we'd a better goalkeeper in, we wouldn't have been two, we wouldn't have conceded two goals. Oh, believe me, we're going to discuss that in a wee sec. Believe me. <laughs> um, I'll come back to you, Mark, for your thoughts on Tav. But firstly, um, James, uh, Dalrymple, Dal um, 4.49 Super Chat. Thank you very much, James. And, of course, he's a channel member as well. Um, fair to say I've aged 10 years after that game so far. Um, I know you can't tell because I look about 90 anyway. Um, don't know why Ben Davis didn't start. Three points, that's all that matters. Um, we, we spoke about it in the build-up, Mark, about Ben Davis. Um, I don't think, personally, he was probably fit enough to come on. A, not at all, but... It, it, I don't think Bill would have wanted to bring him on as early as what he did. But no. he had to. Yeah, I think you're probably right. He had to, yeah. I think um, we just looked all over the place. I think Sans, Sans had, a, had a bit of a nightmare, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and I think it, the only thing I could do was either bring him on or, or bring uh, uh, Thingman King. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
look, if he's fat enough for the bench, he should be fat enough to play. I mean, even I, I thought as well, he probably he planned to give maybe Goldson sixty minutes and bring maybe bring um, bring Davies on for half an hour. But obviously, the way the way the game's planned it, that's not been the case. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think he, he's he's brought Davies on and he's gave him more time than I think he, he planned. And just fingers crossed, the pair of them come through un, unscathed and, and unhurt. Mm-hmm. Maybe a wee bit better for it, a wee bit fatter, a wee bit sharper for it. So, yeah. hopefully, that's a good thing. As I say, I'm trying to try to find the positives here. Can, can I just say for every, for people watching, there's people in the comments um, saying, "Oh, cheer up, we won. Um, oh, th- this is too depressing. We won." Um, there's standards at Rangers Football Club, um, and and if you think that, uh, yeah, of course, it, it's fantastic. In the moment, you get the goal, you celebrate, you jump up, you shout some stuff at the telly, Jim Goodwin. You do all the kind of things, but then once you settle down and you think about it, you're not happy with a last-minute winner at, at Aberdeen when you've played poor, when you're when you're nine points behind in a title race. If we were 20 points ahead or 10 points ahead and you got a last-minute winner, you're buzzing because you've played well all season. But we've been playing terrible all season, and people want us to be happy with a performance like that over 90 minutes. No, I'm sorry. You, you, don't, you don't get overjoyed and... and, and Jumping for the rafters, we're no England, you know. We don't celebrate failure, you know what I mean. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not having people um having a go at me for not being over the moon at a last minute winner against Aberdeen when we didn't really play that well. Sorry, I'm not accepting that. Um, well, to the anti English bias, my, my apologies, <laughs> my apologies. But England just seem to celebrate failure now, when it, whereas in the past they actually got angry when they get put out of tournaments. But anyway, Red <coughs> Zapaldo, can we have a rabble special discussing where a Scott Wright is literally worse than a man down? Other special he's rotten. <laughs> can I just say, do you know what really frustrated me, Kia? He came on. Now, see if somebody's not good enough, but they come on and they give 100%, right? I'll get behind them. Um, but there was, there was one point in the game where I think it, it might have been Johnny Hayes up in the corner. And he's gone nowhere, and Wright just pushes him. And I'm screaming in my head, what are you doing? Why are you pushing him? He's gone nowhere. Do you even care? To be honest with you, but even if players even feel you just burn your breath in the back of their neck, they go down anyway. But even even if he doesn't touch him and he falls down, he's gonna get a free kick because that's what the referees are like. It's it's just I agree with Stu in the the chat. It's I think I think it should have been stamped out of football, but I agree with you. Listen, Scott Wright's not in just class, he never has been. He was signed. Probably was a Scottish player, and it'd be a squad filler, but... He's not even a squad filler. He's not even that anymore, no. And I'm not, no disrespect to Scott Wright, he's just not good enough. <coughs> Sorry, my throat's gone after that last goal. Um, uh, Heather, wow, 899 Super Chat, thank you very much. Um, performance was nowhere near good enough, which was obvious by looking at Beale's face even after we won. It's, see, people are having a go at me, Michael Beale was raging. Absolutely raging, and and Graham, rightly so. Definitely, I mean, it's the only time you can celebrate a uh, last minute winner is when you've been the better team, and it's just been why the days you've not scored, and you get it eventually at the end. That's the only. Or you've been playing consistently well throughout the uh, season, and you've just had an off game. Exactly, but that you have your moments celebrating, and you say shouting at the telly and blah blah blah. But it's. And by the way, sorry, Robert, I share these sentiments exactly. Uh, Aberdeen Ander fans, I can't stand them, man. But uh, oh. uh, it's, honestly, that performance isn't good enough. Obviously, we celebrate the win, but when you look at it, apart from the, as we say, the first twenty-five minutes, it's it's no good enough. The passing, 
every player, how many players were falling, receiving the ball at their feet and then slipping? So are they not checking their studs? Are they not preparing properly? Just so much stuff. And then, obviously, I'm not going back into fitness again, but that was doing my nothing as well. But it's just, we need better. And the players, hopefully Michael Beal goes right through them and it's a good hard week training. Yeah. Because they need it. It's, it's Graham, if he didn't know the job that he took, how hard it was going to be, he knows now. But we said in the, the, the group chat when we were watching it, uh, these, that's, I'm still, I'm still fuming. Yeah, just don't, don't get the rabble shut down. Um, uh-huh. That's all I'm going to say. So, Kerr, you mentioned that I'll come back to you and then I'll go to Mark. Um, silly challenge by Sands. We'll discuss Sands in a minute because I know that you two had some views before we started. Silly challenge by Sands, Kerr, but. For the life of me, and I'm trying to look for reasons as to why McGregor couldn't save that. Um, Duke scores for the free kick. And the only thing I can think when I watch that is something that we already knew. McGregor's finished. Yeah, as he, his feet don't move as fast as they used to. You see that he took a step to his left, but I don't know why. Maybe he thought he was going to clip over that side, but he does even. He's not quick enough to get back. I mean, I think if you ask Alan personally, he'll probably tell you himself he's done. But he's come back to help Rangers out. I think if he was asked anybody else, he probably would have retired. But it was a poor challenge by Sands. He just passed it back. He tried to play the ball. He didn't. He lost it. He tried to recover it back. He made a silly challenge because he's a centre mid point at centre back. So he wants to keep the ball to his feet and just, just point it simple. But still, I got a goalkeeper away in a bully. Al McGregor for a couple of years ago saves that. But Al McGregor now is done. So he doesn't. Even John McLaughlin saves that. And I'm not John's biggest fan, but John saves that. Do you know what I mean? Ross Clark saves up his eyes shut. <laughs> it's, it's actually it's, it's a decent free kick, but if he stays the position he's in, he saves it. If he doesn't move, he saves it because it doesn't really go over his head that much. Just because he moves, it looks he makes it loose. He looks it worse, but no, it's. I mean, I, I know you probably know Martin, but I've been going to bang on about a new keeper for the last. I think it's mm-hmm. eighteen month, and if we don't get a new keeper in January, we'd, we'd really need a new goalkeeper in the summer. But we need some damn goals that. The players trust, but the fans trust, but the manager trusts as well because nobody trusts their goalie. And if you don't trust your goalie, maybe that's how I'm putting it back to him. I know, look, Mark, Kerr says it. McGregor two years ago, three years ago, that, 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 he catches that. That's good. There's no way that's going past him. No, it's sad. It's sad to see the decline. Um, it, it genuinely is. And the, the thing is, as well, that I don't want him to ruin his legacy. And it's kind of starting to erode a wee bit in it. It's just, it's costing us now. And for me, that should have been a save all day, every day. Like you said, McGregor two years ago would have, would have made that look easy. It was a straight it was a straight shot. All right, it moved a, moved a wee bit after the boy. It was a decent dig, Mark. It yeah, was, yeah, no, it struck it well. It hit it well and they got it up and they got it done as well. But, just, just um, we're banging our head off a brick wall with this conversation because we can't do anything until the window opens. <laughs> fair, I don't even think we're going to do anything until the window, even when the window does open. I think we're going to wait till the summer. Um, we we'll maybe try and get some somebody in a loan in, but I don't know. It's not it's not a good way for a for as far as I'm concerned, a legend to leave a club. I, I think it's it's quite sad, and I feel sorry for him. Um, but he's just no good enough. It's a bottom line, simple as that. He's just um, 
the decline has been far too quick for him. Yeah. No good enough. Simple as that. Yeah. So you're going at half time, Graham, and you think, and I I put a tweet out because I genuinely thought you're going at half time. We started really well. We took the foot off the gas. They get a goal. It happens. We'll come out in the second half. We'll up our performance levels again and we'll go on and win this comfortably. A bit like Hibs, although we started the game much better. And I'm thinking to myself, second half, that's exactly what's going to happen. We're going to come out, play those nice wee passes, do the nice build up. Kent's going to get on the ball. Morelos is going to wake up because even in the first half, apart for the assist, I thought he was quiet. And we'll go on and we'll win 3 4 1. This is going to be comfortable. We came out in that second half and there was nothing, absolutely nothing for anybody. I must say, mate, I don't agree. I, I, I never had the confidence that we would come back. I thought we'd maybe score, but I wasn't too sure we could keep it uh, any more for conceding. But uh, the second half, the start of the second half, some of the passing in your five yards, Golton, I thought, I don't want to be too bad when he also came back and done 97 minutes. And I thought he did an average game, I would say, but it was a couple of times he passed it out of the park. Uh, I think it was Ryan Jack passed it out of the park as well. And, mm-hmm. uh, just concentrate, wake up, and just. Mm-hmm. And then you wonder, they go back to the question in your head: Is it mentality, fans getting on them? It's. I, mean, I was just getting angry and angrier in that second half. But as again, you can see glimpses of Kent. I will give him a bit of credit. Yeah. He's he's running. He's being direct. He's picking up more spaces. He's getting freer. He's when he's getting the ball, he's not getting as much people around him. Whereas out in the left, he's constantly two, three people around him. So he's get he's getting involved. So I'm, I'm optimistic. And, Encouraged about that, but just the second half, it's some of the performances in the passing and the basics. And what every turnaround we worked as we could concede, they were running by us at pace, being direct, and mistakes everywhere. It's just it was hard to watch in that second half. But you know what, I will say, and, I, and I'll bring a positive into it here before I touch on the second goal. Um, I, I Ryan Kent playing like that, I think we're Tillman behind them playing like that. Where if you bring a Tom Lawrence into that, you bring a Hadji into that team, you bring Cholak back in, I think that that's mega improvement for me, personally. I think, obviously, the injuries we've got don't help, but you've at the same time, well, you've still got to have a squad that's good enough to put in a better performance in that. Of course you have, but I think you see the influence that just in the short space of time Michael Beale's had in Ryan Kent. Yeah, he's given, he's given, him, more, he's given him more freedom and he's... He's just giving them more confidence in going to express himself because he's not been tied to a certain position. He's just telling them, you're on that part. You've got a freedom to make a, make a difference any way you like. And he, he's been trying it. And he's, I, a lot of things don't come off because not every through ball is going to go through. Not every time he goes by something, he's going to beat them. But he's trying it. He's even tried a couple of shots, granted. The first one is still, I think we're at the sea at Aberdeen, but the second one, the keeper saved it and I feel get the goal off it. So he's even trying that. So he's a completely different player than he was like four, four weeks ago. And that's good to see because Ryan Kent, like you said, they might early matter. Wingers are inconsistent. doesn't matter who it is. But when he's good, Ryan Kent is good. And even when he's no good, he still tries stuff and he can still things still come off. So I would be delighted if he stayed. Morelos, on the other hand, I wouldn't really, it wouldn't bother me if he went. But Kent, that- I would like to see, even for another <clears> season, just so we can maybe get some money back, I'd be delighted if Bill could make him stay for another season. I think with that performance, yeah. I, I don't really want to go into the should we keep him, should we just let him go the Morelos thing. Um, but after that performance, that 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 frustrates and annoys you. 
that performance from Morelos because there was nothing. He wasn't even on his heels waiting for stuff to come into that box. He, he, he wasn't even close to scoring. But we'll, we'll touch on him in a minute. Um, can I just say we've got over a thousand people watching. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. Um, it's greatly, greatly appreciated. If it's your first time here, please do consider subscribing to the channel um, and giving this video a like if you're enjoying it. And give it a dislike if you don't like it. Um, every every little helps and it helps to grow the channel and it helps us on, on our way to um, 10,000 subscribers, which is our goal. Um, talking about goals, Mark, see how I segued that there? That was I, I totally meant that, by the way. Um, like I said to, the, to Graham, we started the second half so poorly. Aberdeen started well, fair play to them. Um, who knew they could attack and move forward? Um, shock, surprise. Um, the, the ball kind of comes into the box. Sands struggles to clear it. It breaks to Clarkston, young boy for Liverpool. It's a, it's a good volley. It's a good shot. Um, would we be are we being too hard for McGregor to say that he one hundred percent should have saved that, or is it just a really good strike? I think. I mean, I know, I know, we've been we've been battling McGregor to death here, but to be fair, that's a good strike. That's a special goal. That boy, his first touch lets it set up nicely for him, and he strikes it sweetly. So. Mm -hmm. That I'm not gonna uh, it maybe I've done better, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat McGregor up about that. That was a great strike. That boy take a bow. Great strike, absolutely great finish. So and to be fair, see if somebody scores a screamer against you, you can't really for me you just go out, all right, great goal, let's go on with it, let's get back in it. But that was a screamer, that was a great goal. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, start battering McGregor again for it. It is and uh, Ange McDee, as long as I can continue to do them. Um, and I do like the word segue. So, yeah, I will continue to use them. Um, Graham, just a, a good strike. McGregor, no fault for the second one. I, I know Kerr's got a different opinion, but I'll come to you. I've not seen the, uh, too much replays, but uh, I wouldn't blame McGregor for that. I'd blame more Sands, again, for the the kind of the clearance or the lack of clearance and, falling, and not kind of rushing out to kind of block the shot. But... I think McGregor two or three years ago was a better chance of saving it. We can all agree with that, but I wouldn't say it was, it was total, a total error or a, a stinker from him. Well, Kerr, James, channel member, is saying it wasn't even right in the corner. It needs to be saved. James is spot on. It wasn't, it wasn't in the corner. I mean, like I said earlier, he's not, his feet aren't fast anymore. He moves his feet quicker, he saves that. Al McGregor's made a living out of making saves like that. But it went by him and it should, it, should be, it should be getting saved. Sands was a bad clearance. To be fair, he did try to rush out. I know Graham said he didn't, but he did try to rush out. He just he just never got there. But it's his fault for the clearance. But McGregor has to do better. He has to do better. It, and it saves like that, it made him his name. So for that game by him that easily, that's not good enough for me. I'm sorry. But when you play with Rangers and a goalkeeper, you're not busy for a lot of the match. You have to pull off two or three saves a game. And that was two chances you had to make in the saves, and that was two goals you conceded. They... they that shouldn't be happening. We're in just keeper. I'm sorry, it shouldn't be. Well, Ian, the channel member Ian McDougall saying look, it was a good strike, but Shagger takes a step to the right. He stands still and, and catches it. The second one last year, um, he saves it, but sometimes they go in no matter what. So uh, it's obviously, look, the, the second one isn't as clear cut as the first one. I think we can all agree on that. The first one is a 100% he should have saved it. And I think there, there is a wee bit of debate depending on who you talk to. Um, about the second one, um, care. Yes. Should Rangers have had a penalty? 
Um, I actually missed that, Martin, because I was really into dogs with the back. Ma, should Rangers have had a penalty? Um, the ball goes into the box. It looks as if McCrory handballs it, but I don't know what the handball rule is anymore. Um, Andy Walker was, was going to bring it up and then quickly changed his tune and, and moved away. For me, it would have been... I'm, I, I genuinely don't know. Um, it looks as if he kind of moves his hand towards the ball, but it's so difficult to tell. But for you, is that a penalty? That's 50 50. I've seen him given, I've seen him no given. It's, um, I'm, I'm much the same as you. They change the rules and bloody handballs that many times in a, in, a, in a season and a half that I don't really know what the rules are now. It's, um, it's, I think it's above the above the sleeve, it's all right, but below the sleeves, no. And is it? Is it an unnatural position? And I don't know. Your hand's got to be X amount away from your body. I genuinely don't know. Up as you go along, don't I? I really don't know. For me, bring back the old school where it hits, it hits any part of your arm. It's apparently simple as that. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a few people on, on, on Twitter and that say it was a stone waller. I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Um, you know, we're not them. We don't we don't scream and cry for everything that we get. We don't get we either get it or we don't get it and you move on. You have a moan about it, but there's no no conspiracies. For me, I don't know. I genuinely, genuinely don't know. Um let's talk about James Sands. Um you had a wee chat about him before we started. You've kind of mentioned him there. Um Graham did not have a good game. He didn't have a good game, but I'm not gonna bash him like the way he's getting like, it from yeah. I, no, I, so I, I mean, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually just taking up for him. No, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, I like him as a footballer, and he has had good games, but just tonight was one of the games where I don't think again went right for him, to be honest. It was they obviously gave away the free kick that came to the goal, which was a mistake, lack of concentration. Then he could have just let the play run, he didn't have to do the foul because I think Goldson, if I'm right, was covering. And he just basically hacked him and then gave away the free kick. Then the clear uh, the clearance for the second goal. And he just looked every kind of time somebody ran at him, he, he was out of position a few times. He was out left back and Devine had to come into left centre half. Uh, it was just one of the nights. So it was a tough game for him. And I think he'll not look back in that. And hopefully the next game, if he ever plays, he'll be a lot better than that. Mark, James Sands. Dug me. That's what I mean. I wasn't going to be that. <laughs> no, let me let me let me come back on it because he's it's not his fault. He's a he's a central midfielder and he's playing as a de- defender, he's playing as a centre back, which isn't his role, isn't his position. And he's been flung in there and he's do you know what fair play to him? He's trying to try to do a turn for the team. And I commend him for that. But I think the centre half position is no for him. And do you know what bothers me about the boy? I know I'm saying he's dug me, but what bothers me about the boy is I think there's a player in there, but I fear that we are never ever going to see him in midfield. I think that we are never going to he's that boy is never going to get a chance in midfield. He's not going to we're not going to see what his best position is, and he's not going to get a chance to thrive in the in the middle of the park. And and for me that's a shame. As it stands at the minute, he's getting dogs abuse for being Five million pound player. Obviously, he's not put that price on on his, his head himself. So, but he's, he's a five million player. Is he a five million midfielder? Well, we don't know because we've not seen enough of him in midfield. 
and I don't think we will. And I think probably that's a detriment to the boy. I've got a funny feeling he will be one of these guys that leave us and go on to do decent things once he gets into a team that he's playing in his proper position. As I said, the fact that he's felt in, I commend him because he's tried to turn for the team and it's one of them that he's saying, do you know what, I'll I'll play wherever you want me to play, Gaff. If you want me playing goals, I'll go there and I commend him for that. But centre-half is just not his position. I think he played it a back, Mark, Mark when he was in the, in the US. I think they played a back three and he played in the middleweight, so he played the three power roles, so I think... <laughs> That's why you maybe get shoved in there, but playing a back three is different from playing in a back four. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, true. but I think the best you've seen him, I can't remember who it was against, but I remember when he played defensive mid or he played in midfield for a game for us. Yeah. It was actually really good because that was a game I think he let Lundstrom go forward, didn't he? So I yeah. think, I mean, it might have been against Aberdeen, I'm not sure, but he played there and he'd done really well. But for some reason, every time there's an injury, and it's not his fault with our injuries, but he's the one that, that all the managers seem to pull up to and say, right, you're playing centre-back, and he does try his best. He, he's not the greatest centre-back, but it's not his fault. It's either a case of, well, he can't turn around and say to the manager, listen, I'm not playing there because I don't think I'm good enough for... No, no, so He's not going no. to say no, so he's we're going to have to get our centre-backs fit or... I mean, I think, he, I think he's a good football player, but sometimes when a good football player is not good enough at centre-back, you just want to defend. And sometimes he's he overthinks things. reading the game. He's reading the game the game in front of him. And then obviously like the, the kind of European style. See his performance away at PSV. It was outstanding that day. And I just feel that's the kind of game he's suited to. Like, tough games away at Aberdeen, away at your hips and long balls and directness. I think that's and especially in a four a back two. Yeah, in a, in a four. It's it doesn't suit him. So that's why I, I wouldn't be too hard, although he's a stinker the night. It's no like, personal or anything like that. We haven't really seen Sands but in his favoured position often. I've already yeah. said that, man. You know, I'm missing one smart. Listen, my, my dog gets stuck under the sofa. And oh, he was squealing. <laughs> uh, Archie, the new one. Um, and my daughter was screaming. So um, I, had to, I had to jump away. You're big man, we seen Sands' performance tonight and get under there himself. By the way, my new dog, Archie, was at front of the telly the whole night. Glued to it. Absolutely brilliant. I'm going to get my wee range just anyway, anyway, back to the game. Uh, Arfield comes on, Mark, and makes a difference. Um, Two goals, a super sub, and let's be let's be honest. Get into those final minutes. I didn't see one goal coming. Never mind two. No, I did. Two one. Done. I didn't see a goal coming. I really didn't. But Arfield's done it time and time again, and it just shows you. It doesn't matter kind of how old you are. If you've still got that instinct, we're running past uh, forwards and running into the box. That never leaves you. You don't need. You don't need. To, I mean, he'll be doing it in his summer, won't he? But still running past it, uh, forwards and and getting into the box. But you've got but to win it. You've got to gamble. There was a couple of times, Mark, though, where he, where he received the ball, and there was a couple of times he, it was kind of just slightly past him. And you're saying you should be getting that, but he's just no good at legs. No. But then he can pop up and do stuff like that. Yeah, and and do you know what? All credit to him, and, I, and I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, as soon as I seen him coming on, I was like, what were we bringing Arfield on for? I really did. And no, I, I've always liked Arfield, I always think he's a great player, but like like you just said, I don't think he's got the legs for it anymore. But look, see if he proves me wrong for every game for the next the rest of this season, and if we give him another year and he keeps proving me wrong, I'll be over the moon. Um, I'm quite happy to stand here and say I was wrong. Uh, uh, he's, he's, he's won as the game single-handed basically as far as I'm concerned 
Arfield, I'm trying to find this. Michael Crooks care. Arfield is still a great impact player. Well, you can't really argue with that because he's came on and scored two goals. Uh, the second goal in particular, um, care. Goldson's got to score, hasn't he? Um, but but Goldson does the manager. And then there was a part of me that was thinking, please don't have came off the arm. I genuinely thought, I mean, I celebrated, but then I thought when I seen that one replay, I went, that's came off his arm. And then I noticed that it just came off the top of his chest. But again, I mean, Arfield saved saved our blushes big time. Listen, Scott's been a living out the way he plays football. And yeah, his legs are not the same as they were. He's never been the quickest, but his football brain's still there. And he's still probably the only midfield player that can make the runs. But anybody we've got, he's the only one that can make the runs. He reads things so well, he anticipates things. He's always on the movie when he gets the ball, he passes and when he passes, he doesn't stand still to rest him. He's away somewhere else to receive it. He's a very clever football player and that's the reason we gave him a new deal. We can't play him a week in, week out, we all know that. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's times like this he saves you because he's a step or two ahead of the guys in the, in the park. His teammates as well, because he's a clever, clever football player. He can finish. Yeah, he does miss a lot of sitters, as I've seen as well, but for some reason... He comes up with very important goals for us. It's like go against Liverpool. I mean, who's the only player on our side that can make that run and scored that? Because yeah. nobody else makes that run. Mm-hmm. And okay. he actually, he actually, the way Morelos is playing just now, I heard Chris Boyce saying it and I agreed to him. Maybe Morelos is playing just now and if Cole acts no fit for Friday, you play, at, you play Arfield as a false nine because he makes the runs Morelos isn't he making. Because I thought Sakalas are dead on the park and Morelos should have been taken off. Move, but it, move, I, I, I didn't move happen. Sakalas central care and take yeah. Aye. But no, yeah. Scotty, I, I kind of praise him high enough. I mean, I've watched Scotty since he was 16, and the guy's a, a great player, he's a great guy, he's a very nice guy to meet. And tell you, as, if, if, as long as he plays for Rangers, he'll give 100%. It doesn't matter where he goes, he'll give 100%, but he'll score another few goals between now and the end of the season for us, I'll tell you that. Graham, I know we don't have any, any other options at the moment apart from, you know, like Kerr says, maybe trying Arfield at false nine or, or playing Sakala through the middle. Um, but for me on that performance, and I, and I hope he, if he plays the next game, I hope he completely proves me wrong, scores a hat-trick and plays amazing. Um, but on that performance and, and on the way he looks and just just everything right now about Alfredo Morelos, I want him nowhere near that first team. It's, it's mind-boggling. But there was times in against Hibs where he sprinted for the ball and you're like, ah, right, that looks a wee bit better. Right, hopefully there's work getting done behind the scenes and he's going to get there. And in the day, active run faster than him. That's how bad he was. Honestly, it's really poor. It was, uh, his attitude, the amount of times he's first touching, he's stretching and just making the pass out wide. If they've never stretched far enough, they were attacking on us as well. So we got away with quite a few counter attacks just because they made it with the inches toe. And it's, uh, it's not good enough. And as much as I love him, if we can get rid of him in January to uh, make funds available for a loan or something. I'd do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm right right now, as I feel right this very second, I agree. Um, maybe if I have time to calm down a wee bit for everything, then maybe my opinion will be different. Which, by the way, if you are a member um, of the Rabble, we will have our members show tomorrow. Where we'll break the game down again and we'll go into all sorts of different um, Rangers news and, and updates and stuff like that. If you are, if you have been thinking about for a while of becoming a member, um, then give it a go. Um, click the join button below or click the link in the description if it's the first time you're watching and you enjoy the content and you think oh I could watch more of that then do again consider um, becoming a member uh, Mark your thoughts on Morelos tonight overall 
Um, his, his general attitude this season is just just everything about Alfie now screams to me, get rid. I agree with you 100%. He's, he's just poor. <clears throat> I think that's the only word. Somebody put a thing on Twitter, said, uh, describe him in one word. And my answer was finished. That was my answer to him. It's just it's, he's, he's devoid of any confidence whatsoever. You can see that in him. Um, and I think he's very much a confidence player. And I think you can see that throughout the side. The, the whole Rangers team are kind of struggling for confidence at a minute. But Alfie's talk about fall from grace. He, at one point, I love him. I love him to bits. And we'll probably all of him. To, for, the, for the rest of his days, no matter where he goes, but he's no staying at Rangers. There's no way they can they can justify, I don't know, talk as he's in 30-odd grand. There's no way they can justify another three-year at 30-odd grand the way he's 30, playing. 35, the chat is. Yeah, so, I mean, there's no way. The only way he's staying here is if he drops his money and he's never going to drop his money. So, for me, he's bottom low league, lower half of the championship for me, or a lower half a Spanish league or a lower half a whatever he goes. But he's no... Him playing the way he's playing over the last kind of year, he's no getting a move to anybody. I mean, I think the only way we'll keep him is if his agent comes back to him and goes, we can't get you a move anywhere. We can We can only get you a move to X, Y and Z and they're only going to offer you 15 grand. That's the only way we're keeping Morelos. He might come back to us and go, oh, I'll tell you about, I'll just... If you keep my money the same, we'll sign on for another three years. But for me, overweight, slow, lethargic. He needs to lose at least a stone and a half as far as I'm concerned. Man's meant to be a professional athlete. It's no professional athlete looking like that. I'm sorry. And you need to have some professional pride in yourself. He can't go into that changing room and look at the likes of Connor Goldson, ripped to bits, four or five years older than him. And go at it yourself and have a look at his gut and go, I am a professional footballer. I'm 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 moving to a bigger club than Rangers for free. No, he's not. Tell you right now, there's no way on earth he's getting a bigger club than Rangers under his form and under his condition than now. And you would think to yourself, Do you know what? I'm just gonna spend the next two weeks drinking milkshakes and protein shakes and I'm gonna go running, see when I finish training, I'm gonna go jogging, I'm gonna get get a personal trainer. And and I'm going to I'm going to hammer it and try and lose some weight and get myself fit. And he's not done it. He said he said the full he said the full year he did that and he's not done it. He doesn't care. He's not interested. So obviously he's made too much money, and now he's just happy with his lot. He kicks a ball, but if he does, he does. If he does, he does. He does. And that's his attitude as far as I'm concerned. And he's to go. Simple as that. So no, I agree. I agree. I completely agree. It's been years and years now of uh, ups and downs with Alfie, and I think it's run its course now. I think it's 100% run its course. Kerr, um, just finishing up shortly, but I suppose, look, we did win. <laughs> we did win the game. Um, should we give... Should, no, should we? We should give credit, of course, to the manager. He made four changes um, yep. really early on, and, of course, they did eventually help impact the game. They did, and it's good to see that. He didn't just sit and expect something to happen. He tried to make something happen which is good to see, and you can see at the end, he wasn't too happy, I know he won, but he still wasn't too happy, so he's looking for more for these players, because he feels they should be able to give him more, but no, I, like I say, I take the three points, I'll take the one, 
Now move on to Friday. Hopefully he can another three points because he needs this time between now and the summer to look who he can bring in and look who he can get rid of. Because this squad of players, a lot of them are going to be here next season and this squad of players, if they're here next season, some of them, you'll know what to trust them. So it's just, we just have to take each game as it comes. We've got a big game against Aberdeen again coming up the semi-final, which hopefully we can get through. And Michael and Ollie players they can trust. I think that's how he went back to corner tonight. No, because, yeah, he probably saying he wanted to play, but I think he went back to him because he's trust corner if he'd been here before. So go to players they can trust. Maybe that's one of the reasons he brought in Alfie as well, because he's been there before and used them. So he'll figure out himself. He's not a silly man. He's a, he's a manager now, so he's not a silly man. He'll figure out who he can trust and who he can't. But he can't say that in public. He's going to have to bum them all up to give them a bit of confidence so they when they go out and play, they've got a point to prove. So, listen, Matt, we get three points. At the end of the day, if they win one nil, like you said, in the last-minute penalty, in the last-minute goal, you were said you were going to be happy. So he won 3-2 in the last-minute goal, so you should still be happy. It was... Uh, no. <laughs> you, you totally fixed up my words up here. Um, uh, everybody watching, if you'd like to say thank you to Kerr for his time on the, on the Rangers Rabble podcast, this will be his <laughs> final show. Um... John Middleton, thank you very much. Uh, a £5 super sticker. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. John, thank you very, very much. Um, right, OK, Graham. Finishing up on a positive note, we have got several players out injured. We had a centre-back on the park for 90 minutes who's not match fit. We had a striker who's nowhere near good enough at the moment in his current form. Um, and we were 2-1 down, going into, into added time, um, and we won the game. So I suppose if you, if you, if you take... Several different things into consideration. At the end of the day, we still came away with a three points. I will be positive now. The three points, like we've said in the, the preview, uh, that's all that matters now. Build momentum. Michael Bill have a good idea now. As Eker says, what kind of players are needing brought out for other players that need a chance? And then also we've got players coming back. Uh, and you see, Guts Golson played 97 minutes. And hopefully he's, at the end there he was limping, I think. But I think he's just exhausted. Uh, but so that was a positive. So Kent, I think, again, we can take positives to some of his display. Tillman's got another few good moments, but we need more. But we can build on all this stuff, and hopefully that's what we're going to be doing in training. But as he said, three points. Shut the Aberdeen fans up at the end. I'll take that now. Oh, listen, 100%. Um, look, there's, there's so much to take, to digest for this game and discuss, and we'll, we'll do most of that um, tomorrow night as well. Um, for our viewers on YouTube um, who aren't members, we'll be back on Friday for build-up and reaction to the Ross County game. Um, before we go, Mark, I'll give you the final word. Um, that is two games now for Michael Beal. That's two wins. Um, home to Hibs and away to Aberdeen. I suppose if you if you just look at points wise, he could do no more. He's come into a team that was so low on confidence, it was untrue. Um, and he's managed to pick up two wins against for us, maybe not other teams, but for us are difficult opponents. Yeah, I'll try and be positive. So I think two wins out of two. Perfect, perfect, perfect so far, so good for Bill. Um positives to pick from it. Um, Kent starts to look as if he's he's coming on to a bit of, a bit of a game. Other positives, Young Divine. I thought Young Divine um, he done he done well at points. I think that it's been a wee bit of learning curve for him. He's yeah. he's a right back playing left back. I think he's done well. He's kind of been flung in by a makeshift defence and 
as I said, and I think he's handled it well. I think he's he's looked composed, and I think that he's been targeted by Habs and by Aberdeen in both games because he's a young boy and he's a left back playing a right back. So I think that's a positive. I think he's done well. I think he's um, he's looked composed. He's looked athletic. Um, Bill, I think, has got a bit of work to do. I think that um, the I think he's he's realising that it's a pretty big job that he's got in his hands. I think that the team need... I don't know how you pick them up. I think that building their confidence, the only way they're going to build confidence, I suppose, is by... Like winning, games. winning games? Yeah. So, we're doing that. We're just doing that bit by bit. As I said, positives, we never get back, we never drop points. Positives, Kent's looking, looking decent. A couple of players... I thought Kamara looked but fairly decent tonight as well. Um... Goldson's back. Hopefully, we're two centre halves. Goldson and Davis are going to going to be fit for the next game as well. So that's another positive we can take, and hopefully, um, Cholak will be back as well. So there's a few positives. That's be tried to be as positive as I possibly can. The main positive is at the end of it all, we won the game. Yes, that's, I know. I know that that is all that matters, and but there's so much intertwined with that that you, that you need to pull through. Otherwise, Kevin would just be coming on saying, "Oh, we won." Right, thanks everybody. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> so there you go. Right, look, know, uh, Mark Kerr, Graham, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Thank you everybody for watching. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Um, give us a follow on Twitter and, and TikTok and Facebook and, and all these other wonderful social media things. All the links and stuff are in the description. Um, for our members, we'll see you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Um, we'll go back through the game, maybe discuss a bit about what we actually are needing and, and, and what the future looks like um, for Michael Beal, especially this season. And of course, then for everybody else on YouTube, we'll be back on Friday for build-up and reaction. Um, so thank you for watching. Um, that was very stressful. I'm going to go to my bed. Um, so good night. Podcast Network. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.